Hello everyone, I'm Estela Casas, creative brand strategist for the Viva Auto Group family of dealerships. Thanks for listening to the Viva Style podcast, where we have interesting conversations about the automotive industry that provides hundreds of jobs in the borderland. Let's talk Viva Style. Well, welcome everybody. Today is a really special day because we are celebrating several things in the borderland. And the big, big, biggest one is our uh, the Toyota acquisition. And Jamie Dick, uh, dealer principal for Toyota Viva Toyota, joins us this afternoon. Hi, Jamie. Thanks for coming in. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. This is exciting. It is. Tell me about it. How are you feeling these days? Uh, tired, busy, but uh, overall very excited. I love the growth that's inspires me so it's a very energetic absolutely you know uh of course the viva fiesta auto group continues to grow 17 businesses altogether, uh all different brands and adding toyota to the mix to the portfolio is is huge because toyota is the most popular brand in the u.s yes toyota is a marquee brand it's like you said it's the most popular main most popular brand in the United States really in a lot of ways the hardest uh type of dealership to come by so we were very lucky and we jumped all over the opportunity uh to buy a Toyota store right in our backyard right in Las Cruces where we live and work and play so it was a dream opportunity and we couldn't let it pass up well a dream opportunity for the Viva Auto Group but it's also it's also going to benefit the consumer the the consumer along the border is going to benefit from uh, Viva being able to purchase the Toyota franchise. Tell me about that. I certainly hope so. And I, I believe so. I believe that the Viva family of dealerships and the Viva and, and Fiesta family of dealerships uh, really looks out for our customers. And we, uh, we are more than just the cheapest car, you know, we're a Viva style, we're a lifestyle. Uh, and so the more people we can bring that to, the more uh, we can expand that Viva style to the loyal Toyota customers. Uh, I think the the Viva customers and the Toyota customers hopefully are a match made in heaven and we can bring the customer service and the lifestyle and the family atmosphere that we've developed over generations now to this marquee brand and, and just hopefully it's exponential growth. Absolutely. So I'm thinking, you know, we talk about Viva style. It's, it's what you want it to be. What is your Viva style? It's what you want it to be. It's what you choose to drive. And so Toyota, Ford, Subaru, Chevrolet, Mitsubishi, Nissan, VW, Kia, Hyundai, Power Sports. Uh, you decide what that style is, whether you drive a, a an electric vehicle, a Bolt, or a $100,000 Grand Wagoneer, yeah. and everything in between, right? And now we've added Toyota to the mix. So I went into the dealership the other day and saw this beautiful, small crossover. Is It's called the Corolla Cross, and it's $22,000. That That's totally accessible. And then especially for such a great brand as Toyota. Yes, absolutely. That's that's why Toyota is such a marquee brand and so popular is because they really offer such a wide range of products from the affordable car. Maybe it's your first purchase um, all the way up to really in demand vehicles, the Tundras and the Forerunners that are off-road specialty vehicles that are really, um, they're not cheap, but they're really in demand because they're really special vehicles and, and everything in between. And it's quality vehicles. Absolutely. Quality cars. That's why Toyota is the most popular brand in the U.S. Uh, 10 million vehicles are produced by Toyota a year. That's a lot of vehicles. Of course, right now, because of the chip shortage, uh, you uh, there there's an inventory shortage, uh, shortage as well. And so that's presented uh, a challenge as well. 
Sure. Yeah. It's a, it's a challenge to the whole industry. Uh, Toyota is just like everyone else. They didn't, they didn't escape it. It, it affected everyone across the whole globe, as we all know. Uh, but I think, uh, I, and I really hope just reading the news that Toyota has um, kind of wrapped their arms around this chip shortage situation a little bit more aggressively than some other brands. So I'm expecting the next month or two to start getting uh, kind of an influx of inventory uh, a little bit before other brands will see that. And, you know, get back to normal, a new normal, right? Whatever the new normal Whatever is. Whatever yeah. that new normal is. So tell me a little bit about yourself, Jamie. I, I know I know a little bit about you. You have a beautiful wife who is an attorney, and you have two beautiful children. What what do people need to know about you that, that keeps you connected into the automotive industry? Not a lot of people know it, you know, especially here maybe, uh, that you are a race car driver. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> uh, I was born uh, here in El Paso, and I grew up here in El Paso. And then I moved and went to high school in Albuquerque. Um, I was kind of born into the car business. My dad obviously still is in the car business and, and his dad helped him get started in the car business. So I'm in, in some ways a third generation car dealer. Um, but yeah, after, well, not after school, all, all during school, all growing up, I, I raced cars locally and then regionally. And then after I graduated college, I pursued it full time as a job. So uh, I was lucky enough to say I was a race car driver professionally for a handful of years. I lived in North Carolina while I was pursuing that dream. Uh, but that kind of ran its course, and then I moved back to the Southwest and got married. And, um, and now my wife, Kirsten, and I have two kids, like you mentioned. Carter is two, and Elsie is brand new. She just <laughs> yesterday was her uh, third month birthday, if you can say that. That, that's a challenge. So, um, I, I, you know, we've had conversations before about the rush about moving so fast in a car. Um, so what kind of rush and what kind of uh, satisfaction has being able to purchase the Toyota dealership in Las Cruces meant to you? You know, you have other dealerships. So, you know, we know that. You have you have dealerships in, in, in Santa Fe and Albuquerque. So, but being here in New Mexico, what does that mean for you? I just, um, I love... I love the growth you know, that's being a car dealer is great there for a lot of different reasons. It's a great job. It's a great business. Um, but the thing that I love about it and, and my position in our organization is, is chasing the next opportunity. It's always a puzzle you need to solve. Where's the next piece? How, what, solve the next problem. And so when you buy a dealership, um, inherently there's a ton of problems because everything is new not necessarily because the dealership, had problems before, but everything is new, new systems, new employees, new inventory. And so solving that is, um, is motivational to me more so than, than the day to day. Once it settles down, actually, mm -hmm. once it settles down, then I'm kind of itching, like what's the next ready one? For the what's the next ready for the next one? <laughs> kind of looking for the next, um, opportunity, but also looking for the next problem to solve. So, um, this Toyota store, because it's a, it's a, larger store and and it's a larger opportunity that means larger problems which, mm -hmm. but it's mm -hmm. exciting and i'm i'm proud of the location being in southern new mexico because you know growing up like i said in el paso and albuquerque <laughs> going between my mom's house and my dad's house as a teenager <laughs> back and forth every weekend i was driving through las cruces you know so it, it feels even though it's a new town for me working in las cruces it doesn't feel far from home mm -hmm. um so i'm i'm proud to grow in our backyard, you know, more so than if uh, some opportunity came in a, in a different state, you know, maybe we look at that opportunity, but because it's right in our backyard, um, 
I'm more proud of that, I think. And more excited. Now, you are a professional uh, race car driver. You're a dad. You're a son. You are, are many things, but you are certainly qualified. And I see that you're very analytical. You're very good with numbers. So um, give me your educational background. Sure. Um, yeah, I went to the University of Denver for both my undergraduate degree, and then I stayed on and uh, received my MBA also from the University of Denver. So that's kind of my formal education. I did uh, then attend the NADA Dealer Academy. I think they've actually changed the name a little bit, but <laughs> the Dealer Academy. Um, after that, when I kind of moved back to the Southwest and, and got involved in the car business, just for a more specific car dealership education. So, yeah, I mean, you know what you're doing. <laughs> Plus, you have all those years bit. of experience. Yeah, and they're, and they're racking up. <laughs> and they are racking up. And it's in your blood. It's in your blood, too. Yeah, yeah. I uh, certainly grown up in the business. I didn't, um, you know, I was racing all the time, so I didn't really spend summers at the car dealerships. I did here and there, washed a few cars, but I didn't really, like, put in the hours. I didn't grow up selling cars as a lot of you know, car dealers' sons or daughters would because I was racing all, all summers. Um, but I still just, you know, the constant hearing about the business at, at the dinner table and at family events or whatever, and, and going to different conferences that were just our vacation, but it was really, my dad was going to a conference and he just <laughs> brought the family. So I think, I think I, I absorbed a lot of it, even though I wasn't trying to until, you know, until I got more involved in the business. But, uh, you know, as a teenager and even before that as a kid, I think a lot of it just soaked in. Speaking of soaking in, so you have two children, you know, Carter James, I know he loves and can identify just about every car that you put in front of him. Uh, he loves, he loves cars. Um, Elsie is too young for, for now, but do you think um, that maybe, what, what opportunities do you think uh, may be presented to Carter James? Oh, I don't know. Every, every opportunity that, that uh, he wants, hopefully. All right. That's, I think that's how every parent tries to answer that question. Um, I don't know. As far as the car business, I think we got a lot of a lot of time to let him decide or help him decide, whatever that may be. Um, no pressure either way. If he if he wants to explore <laughs> the car right. business, uh, he certainly has that opportunity. But um, he's got a lot of years to think about it and try other things and see what see what he likes. You think he'll be a race car driver? Um. I think I would like him to be a race car driver, but <laughs> not his mom. Bro. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of obstacles, you know. Even even though, you know, I have the experience and and you know more know how than the average person to, to guide him down that path. There's still so many obstacles to going down that um, to pursue it in a, at a high level. I think I'll give him the opportunity to drive a go kart in a few years when he gets a little older, and if he likes it, then we'll see where that goes. But there's just uh, so many hurdles to making it to the top level and in, in any sport or any mm -hmm. competitive field that it'd be hard to bet on that. You never know, right? Then my last two questions, uh, your, your greatest satisfactions as, as far as a, um, in the automotive industry as a dealer principal, greatest satisfactions. Oh, that's a good question. I guess, uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is my greatest satisfaction, but something I've been working towards recently or taking, taken more joy in recently is when I can set up a system, a process, put the right person in and walk away and it works. And that I don't have to um, monitor it too much that, that I, that I put the person in the process mm -hmm. in place. Um, that takes a little, that's, I, I find tremendous joy in that.
you know, as a, and, and I asked that question because you are a very successful young uh, man and uh, dealer principal, but uh, we need to talk about really about the lots of challenges. Everybody thinks that it's easy and you could just get it done and it gets done and somebody else does it, but there's a lot of challenges. And so I really respect, uh, uh, respect and admire everything you've done at such a young age and, and, and know the challenges that you face. So uh, thank you for being open and uh, honest about your answers. And uh, is there anything you'd like to add? Uh, come buy a Toyota. <laughs> come find yes. us in Las Cruces. Viva Toyota Las Cruces. And we'll get you okay. a brand new Toyota. I'm excited to be able to say that now. Exact, absolutely. And uh, you want to talk about your other dealerships? Uh, sure. So uh, my responsibility within the Viva and Fiesta family of auto dealerships is uh, Fiesta Nissan and Fiesta Hyundai. Those are both in Santa Fe. And then Fiesta Mitsubishi is in Albuquerque. And now Viva Toyota. And you're going to keep growing. Absolutely. Jamie, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. We'd like to hear what you think about today's conversation. Go to the Viva Auto Group Facebook page and like us. If you're in the market for a new or pre-owned car or truck, we invite you to choose a Viva vehicle.